0: Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jared G. Martin. The Bible tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Jesus goes on to tell us that with faith, we can do things that seemingly will be impossible. He said we can move mountains. Those mountains are those impossible things in our lives that seems like they can't be overcome. I am bringing you this series on faith. To help you to understand how God moves when we have faith that he's able to do the impossible. What is it that you are going through right now that only God can do? I want you to listen carefully today because this message is for you. Call a friend and get your Bible as we share these messages on faith. Now come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's word. During this season of fasting and praying, I want us to be sure that we do not miss the opportunity to see God work in a significant way. We don't want to just go through the motion because it's on the calendar. And I want us to be intentional in our expectation for God to move. There are many believers who called on the Lord to work miracles In their lives, only to be disappointed when they realize that the thing that they believed for did not come to pass. And that happens. But we want to look at how to have the faith to receive the impossible. Some people have become discouraged and thought that maybe God doesn't love them because he hasn't done what they've asked him to do. Some then will believe they don't have enough faith or that they're just a failure in prayer. But I want to share with you some of the principles that will strengthen your prayer life and will help you to obtain the things in prayer, and this is the key, that God wants you to obtain. Jesus taught a dynamic lesson on prayer in the book of Mark chapter 11, and we're going to look at that. And this is book of Mark, chapter 11, beginning at verse 22. Uh, the thing that's curious about this passage, and I was reading it the other day, and I wondered why it was placed right where it's placed. And the previous verses uh, show that Jesus was walking with his disciples and saw a fig tree that was not producing, although it had the twigs on it and the leaves. And he cursed the fig tree, And then when he came back with his disciples, they saw that it had withered. And they asked him about that. And he said this, have faith in God. I'm thinking, what's that got to do with the fig tree? And I'm wondering, okay, what does this got to do with what you did with the fig tree? But Jesus is saying to them, you saw what happened there when I spoke to that fig tree. I'm going to teach you another lesson. Verse 22, have faith in God, Jesus answered. I tell you the truth, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourselves into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. What a profound statement that Jesus made. It wasn't some preacher you heard on the radio who came up with that. That was Jesus who said that. And he says, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself in the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes what he says will happen, it will be done. Therefore, whatever you ask for in prayer, but not whatever is a whatever. Whatever. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Well, if that's the case, and he said that, and it's true, why haven't we received some of the things we've asked for in prayer? How can I attain to the faith level that I know I will receive what I ask for? That may be a question that you have. How can I attain that? What does this mean? Am I doing something wrong? Why is it not working for me? Well, we're going to talk to you about this passage and show you what Jesus meant and how we can have the faith for the impossible. In this passage, Jesus gave that promise to his disciples and that promise is for us today. Jesus began by pointing out the foundational element of a successful prayer life. He says, I want to give you a key to what is going to be successful to your prayer life, and that key is faith. Come on, say the word, faith. faith. That key is faith. We've heard all kinds of teaching about faith, and we've heard it, and we've tried it, and we've sung about it, and we ask for a little more faith, and we say, Lord, I need some more faith. Jesus taught on faith. He says, however, have faith in God. He gave a powerful promise in this passage. But the power to believe a promise depends entirely upon our confidence in the promiser, Who's making the promise? And so Jesus says, before you go any further, I want you to know who can fulfill the promise. That's God. So you want to have faith in God. Trust in the person or the one who makes the promise. Have us to trust in his word. And the value of the promise depend upon that person that is making the promise. So we need to know God, know about God, so we can have faith in God. And what you know about someone determines how much faith you can place in them. You're not going to place all your faith in somebody you don't know. Secondly, he says, if anyone says to this mountain, this mountain is your Impossible situation. If anyone says to this mountain. What is this mountain? This mountain is that impossible situation. It's those things that. As you look at it. You find it hard to believe. Things could change. I believe all of us have a mountain or have a this mountain right now that we can point to in our own lives and thinking uh, I've been praying or I need God to do this but the way it looks it looks like it's hard to move this mountain Jesus picked that picture of a mountain because it looks impossible to the individual I don't think he was talking about a literal mountain but I'm thinking he's talking about a picture of something that looks like a mountain and you can't move it at all You may have a mountain in your health when the doctor tells you something. You may have a mountain in your marriage. You may have a mountain in your money. You may have a mountain in your relationships or whatever might be coming on. But there are many things that's going on that if the truth be known, we're worried about because we think, I don't know if that's ever going to change. I've been praying for that, but I don't know if it's ever going to change. But I want you to notice Jesus mentions this. He says, if one says to his mountain, after having put our faith in God and his abilities to help us, he says the next thing you need to do is to declare what the need is. The Bible tells us that we have not because we ask not. We haven't even asked. We've just been thinking, Lord, I just need you to do this. I need to do this. But you haven't said, Lord, I need this. This is the mountain It's moved. And then you need to start declaring. Our saying comes after our recognition of the need. What is that need? And what do we need to have? What do we need God to do? Our saying is to be in line, however, with whatever God is also speaking. This is where we miss the boat. Quite often, because we grab this scripture, whatever you say, you can have what you say when you pray, and then we just start blabbing and grabbing. But knowing, having faith in God has to do with knowing him and relating to him, so then that we, as we spend time with him, we can hear what he is saying. So if you have a mountain that you think you're going to have to try to move, the very first thing you need to ask is, God, you tell me about this mountain and what you see. In the book of Lamentations chapter 3 verse 37, there is a scripture that says this. Who can speak and have it happen if the Lord has not decreed it? Who can speak and make it happen if the Lord had not said it? So you can just say anytime you want. Well, I just say just whatever I have, whatever I say. Well, if God hadn't said it, you can't have it. So the key is, I want to hear what God says for me to do about this mountain. Because there's some time he's just going to put something there and you just got to deal with it. Paul said, I had asked the Lord three times to remove this from me, but he didn't. But his grace is sufficient. So Paul could have said, I'm just going to declare and have it happen. But he said, I asked the Lord three times. He didn't move it. That was a thorn in my flesh. That was something that was bothering me. I asked God about that three times. He didn't move it. So I said, okay, we're going to deal with it. Because God ain't said it's going to move. So when I can hear what God says, so you're in the middle of a crisis, you're in the middle of a situation, you've got something that you haven't been able to resolve for a long time, stop and say, okay, Lord, you look at this, you tell me where I need to stand, what I need to say, what I need to declare about this. And then when you can hear from God, you can declare what God said about it. If God says, speak to that mountain, then you speak to it. When Moses came up to the Red Sea and they began to cry. And he said, Lord, what are we going to do? God said, stretch forth your hands and speak it. Moses stretched forth his hand. Here's how I resolve this scripture when I talk to people. I said, when we say what God say, we can have what we say. There's a scripture that says, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. And that's what some people say. Well, well, he said he'll give me the desires of my heart. I'll say this way. When you delight yourself in the Lord, he gives you what to desire in your heart? Because do you want something that he doesn't want for you? That's why Jesus said, your will be done. Your kingdom comes. So I need to hear from God about what he's saying about this. That's the first step in beginning to speak to that impossible mountain. Lord, what do you say? And then verse 23 goes on and says, Now that I've said this, it presupposes that I've already heard from God. And now I'm speaking what he says. And verse 23 says, And does not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says will happen. It will be done for him. You don't doubt it in your heart. We speak and we believe in our heart. Now, it's easy to believe in our head. But there's a difference in believing it in our head and believing it in our heart. See, when we believe it in our head and things start looking different and the facts start saying that it's not going to happen, we'll go on to something else. But when we believe it in our heart, we can stand no matter what it looks like. When I know that I've heard from the Lord, I can stand and resist the doubt. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you. And we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at LOWCF.org Again, that's L- owcf.org and as always I invite you to be our guest at the light of the world we meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Umble Road if you're in Atasca Cedar Kingwood Summerwood Fall Creek North Houston Northeast Houston you're in our neighborhood come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885.